Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream. And their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious. Or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. It's speed in a piano. I mean, on a piano, uh, near a piano, a during a concert? I don't know. Basically, play the piano or you die. We saw Grand Piano, so you know what that means. Now it's time for How did this get made? We're gonna have a good time Celebrate some failure Not just be a hater Can't you tell you one that How did this get made? Let's wallow in the mediocrity Of subpar art Perhaps we'll find the answer To the question How did this get made? Hello, people of Earth And welcome to How did this get made? I'm your host, Paul Shear, and today we are talking about The Grand Piano. The Grand Piano is a film that came out in 2013. It's 90 minutes. 12 of those 90 are the end credits. Uh, <laughs> it stars uh, Elijah Wood, Carrie um, Bechet, and uh, John Cusack. And I want to talk about that because I did not know he was in it until he appeared at the very end. And uh, the, the premise of this movie is very simple. Um, a man must play a piano perfectly, uh, a concert piece, uh, and I won't explain why, uh, or, or he dies. That's basically it. it it's, a, it's, a one, it's a movie that pretty much takes place within about a couple hours, and if he doesn't play it perfectly, he dies. But here to break it down, and we need to break it down, uh, all right, two co-hosts, please welcome Jason Manzoukas and June Diane Rayfield. How are you both? 
Oh, you know, Paul, I am, you know, I'm just, it was when I realized that this was from 2013, I'd, it's a Damien Chazelle yes. uh, uh, penned movie, the, the writer yes. director of Whiplash and La Last La Land Man and La La Land. And I was like, I've never heard of this at all. And I was like, I know these actors. I know this, uh, this is, this is a movie that just doesn't exist. It is an odd yeah, film. Yeah, it's it's so interesting because I I told Paul, I, I woke up, Jason, at, I made coffee last night because I knew I had to be up Ooh. at 5 a.m. to watch this movie. Oh, God. Yes, because I couldn't watch it last night. I was running out of time today. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to wake up early and I'll watch it. Oh, God. That seems like the worst way to process okay. this movie. <laughs> so, well, here's what happened. So I saw it at 5 a.m. with okay. a cup of coffee and a giant bottle of water. And I got on the couch downstairs and I... <laughs> fell asleep. Well, I thought I fell asleep <laughs> oh, multiple wow. times, okay? Because I kept on sort of like thinking I had been asleep for a long time right. and then like waking back up. And then I thought, well, I have an hour before we record. I'm going to go back and and watch all the parts. Just like speed through what you yeah. missed. Yeah. Yes. Like all of the fundamental. All the connective scenes, tissue that must make the sense tissue. of this movie. I'm going to understand what's in that <laughs> piano. I'm going to understand who this guy is. I'm going to get all of that stuff that I missed. Then I realized because I went back and pretty much watched it again in that hour. I didn't fall asleep at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had been I... awake the entire time. <laughs> Wait, so you? <laughs> it so if I you dozed, thought you were missing for you, seconds, you thought you were seconds. missing you large chunks. Yeah, you thought you must have missed huge no, pieces. No, not even just like thought. I was like, oh, Convinced. I, I put you I, on the stand, testify yeah. that you have missed. I will tell you this much. Uh, I watched this movie. Uh, and then I went back and watched the first 40 minutes again. Really? Because, yes, because so much. Now, look, I, I'm i watching this movie in a, in a weird moment, too. I'm coming home. I've had a few drinks. I pop it on. I didn't even know John Cusack was in it. So that was shocking to me when he appeared because I was like, <laughs> who is this voice? Um, but the voice was Alec Baldwin the whole time. Uh, which would have been a great choice. Uh, I knew it was John Cusack because I rented it on Amazon and he was on the cast list. Like he was like uh, first, okay. he was first or second in the cast list. The way okay. it came up on Apple TV, uh, it was just yeah. Elijah Wood centric. Um, I will say this, the beginning 30 to 40 minutes uh, until he gets to the performance. And I want to break down even what that performance is. There is so much exposition thrown at you. There are so many weird things that I found it so comforting to watch again because you meet, first of all, you're in this house that is dilapidated. They're pulling a piano out. We don't, it looks like a crime scene. There is one of my favorite moments ever, which is the camera's trying to do all these kind of cool moves like these oneers. And there's a guy who gets out of a car and it looks like, oh, that car just pulled up. But as he gets out to go in the trunk, there's another guy like leaning up against the car, eating a sandwich, which just oh, felt like they just wanted people doing, they yeah. wanted people doing things, but it just didn't, it just didn't feel like it made sense. And then it ends on like a CGI uh, like bust of a man who we don't know, but we will come to know eventually. But again, it's 
we're getting so much information. And then boom, we're into this airplane scene with Elijah Wood that looks like a a terrifying film. I mean, things are hanging out, yeah. oxygen masks are down, and the, the crew and the people don't seem to be reacting at all. Well, like, the guy next a- to him is kind of like, hey there, buddy. Like, And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, now what is this vibe? That's what I'm saying. Like these first yeah. two scenes, like I'm like, what am I? And, and he is dropping so much exposition because the next scene, he's on the phone with his wife. And going back, I was like, oh, it's all here. But the first time through, if you didn't have a notepad in front of you, you were miss. I was missing large chunks. Yeah, I agree. The movie is for the first like because I wrote like uh, probably like 20, 25 minutes into this. What is this movie? What is the plot? And then then literally, I don't know, maybe two minutes later, he turned the page and it's said, right. if you stop playing, you will die or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is the movie? And the, would, whole, yeah. the whole first 20 minutes, basically the first act is all tell, no show. It's all just people <laughs> telling us stuff and not showing us anything. And then the rest of the movie is them showing us stuff but not telling us what the fuck is going on. I just want to play this one clip. Tom Selznick, brightest piano player of his generation, married to the brightest movie star of her generation, is back. It's been five years since he retired from the stage, but in a matter of minutes, this long hiatus will be history. Patrick Goddard, our listeners probably know him as the eccentric music magnet with the missing family fortune. Your return to the stage after all these years of silence. Are you nervous about playing the same piano? Are you nervous about choking again? Choking? Do you see this as your last chance at a glorious redemption? I play piano. This is just another gig. Nothing else. Like they drop in missing family fortune so quickly that I'm only I only picked that up the second time. Like that is a oh, very you know large what? part. I forgot yeah. about that. So that's what the key is to, huh? The key yes. is to at one point John Cusack says because all of it basically is like a two person scene between Elijah Wood and an earpiece John Cusack, right? Yes. The two of them are having a conversation throughout. Elijah Wood playing a concert. He's a concert pianist who's come back after five years after he froze on stage and he's going to play his mentor's piano <laughs> and a, epic, at a concert. His and, epic fail, which yeah. when you type in the, <laughs> when then you type in the name of the piece, the first thing that pops up on Google is like epic fail. Like, I don't think that that is anything because it also is like it classical implies... music, music loves epic fails. <laughs> like I love yeah, fail watching it's like news bloopers. You're gonna go on and see like a compilation of news bloopers, and then like tons fail of army edits. takes tons down of, like, Gustav <laughs> Dudamel. Check out Gustav. this oboe player totally eat shit on this Shostakovich. And because it's like also <laughs> to the movie's point, to the grand point of this movie, it doesn't make a Concert difference because no one absolutely shits himself playing so, like Brahms. Wrong foot pedal, dude. <laughs> Viol- watch, okay. watch this viola player get hit in the nuts. <laughs> uh, more violin, more like viadome. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. So, so okay, so he has to play, and I guess Cusack was Cusack a former pianist? No, you. No, he has the best no, line of the whole movie. Out. He, we do, we do. 
Oh God, maybe I did sleep through a few key parts. Well, it's the same. It's actually the You must have just slept through the same speech that I just quoted as well, because it's all one, one exposition back and forth. That's we'll it. play it right now. I know that piano better than anyone who's ever played it. The last four bars of the unplayable piece. That's your key. Who the hell are you? No one compared to you and Patrick. The only thing Emma would find more boring than your music is probably what I do for a living. Try locksmith. Locksmith? I know it's not the Berlin Philharmonic, but it's a job. Now say an old man sends a fortune to a Swiss bank, stashes it in a safe, and hides the key somewhere only he could ever access, behind a lock that only someone with his extraordinary skills could ever open. I helped Patrick build that lock, and those fingers of yours are going to get it open. I did hear that. I thought that that was a joke. No. A joke? I thought that that <laughs> no. was a joke. No. I, thought I mean, it, saying, it, like, you know what? Oh, it I'm might a, as well be. I'm a locksmith. <laughs> no. So what we find out in this... <laughs> He's an actual locksmith? Yes, he created the lock. The piano is basically like a vault, a, a Rube Goldberg machine vault, where if you play this piece right, it unlocks the key. I the key that. to a safe. And John Cusack created that. But by the way, mechanism. when they when they finally do get the key at the end, when he plays the the clunked piano, which they pull out very quickly, um, it, like the key is shining like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Like, <laughs> yeah. what is this key? It just is a safe deposit box key. Well, but, but it, here's <laughs> what I don't understand, though. Okay, so I and I what I got was that you know. Yes, he. You had to play this like very almost impossible piece of music mm-hmm. to get the key. But the one other person who was able to play it died a month ago. Who was that? That's the owner. That's the That's, owner. Okay. Yeah. So the so, owner hired Cusack okay, to it, make. So he had a missing what I didn't fanny. Understand when he's doing the concert when Elijah was doing the concert. He seems to have to play like so much of that music to get to the end. But then later on, after the piano has been like crushed by John Cusack's body when he falls from a rafter onto it, oh. when he finds it in the in in the truck, it seems he only plays like the last four bars. John Cusack tells him to play the last four bars perfectly. Because he but plays them. That's like the me combination. That John Cusack couldn't play four bars of music on that piano. That it's like impossible. Four bars. It's like an impossible four bars. The, the way they set it up is. But we saw it and it was literally clink, clunk, clunk. No, no, no. He first does four bars. He first does like, but it's like on a broken piano. He, it's He's doing an incredible flurry of finger work. And then it, you're right. It ends with clink, clunk, clink. But those are the last four notes, but it's the four bars previous. That That's, I but I agree with I you. Still, I'm like. It's still, <sighs> it's still silly. I mean, it's, it's so but the fact that like John Cusack is also side coaching, like slow down, yeah, easy, yeah, yeah. easy, he's, your fingers not going to make it. Like, he's a locksmith. How does he not know? And by the way, if you're a locksmith, couldn't like, couldn't you just get in? I would imagine the locksmith may have a certain way to pop something open too. He made he made the lock. Yeah. So you would oh, yeah. think that he would have the best. At, you know, the, like the best access to this thing. Also, the piano is like 
Why not? And Alex Winter, who is in this movie as John Cusack's um, assistant. Assistant. I mean, people die in this movie. Like, like oh. his wife's sister and her husband are killed. Right. That's who can they we, are. Can we just talk about these two people? All right. Yes. So the wife, his wife. First of all, well, okay. His wife's sister. I didn't know they were husband and wife. I'm going to say that until way into the movie. Well, did you know? Oh, you. Oh, they. I did get that they wouldn't. And yes, his Elijah wouldn't. His wife. I didn't realize when they were talking on the phone and he was in the airport and they were going back and forth and she's an actress. I didn't realize they were husband and wife. Well, I will say, Jason, like I. This is where this is where I feel like I'm. I'm really getting a lot older because I actually had the thought when I did understand they were husband and wife. Like, oh wow, they both seem like children like how could they possibly be married they seem so young to me everybody seems so young but i mean like meanwhile everybody young is getting married like young marriage is like like a trend now i feel is like it oh, really it's terrible oh, i, I feel like that. young That's people are getting people are getting married don't young again no do not. <laughs> no do don't get married young don't do, do it today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace. And I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. What a time to be alive. You can get anything you need. And when you need it delivered, you can get it right to your door with DoorDash. I am on DoorDash at least twice a day, every day, because I can get anything delivered right to my door. Uh, Sick at home? Uh, I get flu meds ASAP. Uh, On vacation? Realize you left your charger at home? Guess what? They'll send one to your hotel. I did that with undershirts when I was in Chicago. Maybe you uh, just on the couch watching TV. You want something delicious? Order a snack, get it to your door. I'm talking about pet food, snacks, neck braces, alcohol, toothpaste, Joy-Con controllers, headphones, whatever you need, it can get delivered to you. DoorDash is the way. It saved me this week when I was in Chicago. I did not have the proper clothing. And guess what? It came through in a major way. And here's the best part, too. Uh, As a parent, DoorDash is your next stop for everything. Oh, I got to get snacks for the kids' soccer game. You can get them delivered to the field anyway. DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now and get almost anything delivered. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Alcohol available only in select markets. I love SeatGeek. What's SeatGeek? Okay, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app on the Apple App Store, okay? I love live events, concerts, basketball games, baseball games, and SeatGeek gives you access in a very easy-to-navigate, effortless app that finds the best seats. And you can actually see where you're sitting. You just download that app, use the code MOVIES20 to get $20 off your first purchase. Offer applies to new customers only. Purchase must be over $50. The promo code is single use and valid through September 30th, 2024. Get tickets now on SeatGeek. What were we witnessing 
as far as this event, because I thought his wife was also in this profession and she's a world famous actress and she looks to be going to a premiere. She's in her outfit. She gets her photo taken in front of the poster for the answer. And then she's in a box at the event. But is it this event a part of her premiere? Because she's also like on a red carpet line. For this thing, I, I also the movie. couldn't figure. I also could, didn't understand why there was both a movie premiere and a concert happening, unless they were, <laughs> unless they were related, which it didn't seem like they were. Well, this was also confusing. But then at the end, a press event for her movie that's about okay. to open. She happens to be leaving that, going to the, the concert hall, and. Also, she's got an exciting audition for a musical coming up. So that is what he teed her up to do at the end of the movie. So to give her a chance audition for it without a microphone in a box in a giant concert hall where you can really I will just accompany this orchestra. (laughs) I will accompany acapella, not acapella, but without a mic, um, the Philharmonic. Uh, by the way, let's just play a little bit of Carrie's uh, song, which uh, this is, again, her just standing up and singing while there's a giant fight scene happening in the rafters. But she gets up, again, no mic, and delivers this banger. Sometimes Are you listening? Say goodbye to your wife. Like a motherless child Sometimes I feel You listen now, you piece of shit Don't you dare fucking touch her And and to be clear This is a movie that exists in a world Where she has not rehearsed this song With the Philharmonic at all No Um, Elijah Wood Who's going to play a number of Incredibly difficult piano pieces With Philharmonic Also has not rehearsed with them at all zero rehearsals zero warm-ups zero they they just play everything cold and just start let's do this and he's calling it on the fly but it also seems to me like they build it up like he's you know after his epic fail he's back (laughs) and he's challenging himself to the hardest pieces ever it's like why why are we here like when he enters into the facility and it's tough I'll tell you a poem. A part of the reason, a part of what's happening, and I think part of what the movie wants us to understand is that this couple, she is concerned, and I think he's a little concerned that her star is rising to such a degree that he won't be able to, like, compete or feels feels less than. And so, and I think she's concerned herself with that as well. So she sort of stages this comeback for him. Okay. Because as an actress, you can't have your concert pianist husband fall behind because that really in Hollywood, if your if your concert pianist <laughs> husband is no longer for her, I sense that she did really love him. Although I, I was expecting a twist at the end where he found out she was with Cusack. I, oh. I I did as well. I thought the reveal at the end was going to be that she had she had somehow um, yeah. 
put Cusack up to this so that Elijah Wood would feel the pressure and would deliver. Oh. But then when her sister got killed, I was like, oh, no, she's not part of this. By the way, I, I, I still want to get into the, the family. I just want to break down this relationship a little relationship bit more. with her boyfriend. Oh, okay. So first of all, uh, one of these people, <laughs> we are introduced to the sister by her coming in being like, hey, there's 50% off of shots at the local bar. And and Carrie's response uh, is, oh, no, he can't. Uh, the Rightly so. He can't be drinking before a, a concert <laughs> performance. And she's like, ah, you guys are no fun. It, they come in so hot about partying and they're in tuxes like they don't. They seem, and they're like, they're like, isn't there an opening act? They're acting about like a classical music performance, like they're going to see like Coldplay, yeah. um, or something. <laughs> it's really, it's really funny. Like they're they are to get fucked up. Yeah. No, I mean that's how we know they have to die. You know. Yeah, because well, they're yeah. they don't have taste. Well, yeah, yes. and then and by the way, um, they, <laughs> I I always appreciate. A good American accent from a British uh, person, which you hear here with uh, uh, the sister's husband. I just got a call from you, and I mean... Aren't you on stage right now? Stop fidgeting, Tom. Anyway, I I heard something kind of odd, and I... Uh, I'm going to try you again. But this is like such a bizarre relationship because they're so angry, they're not sitting with her sister, so much so that they look at a, a, a map of like the seating and she's like, oh, I knew there were more seats up there. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, that's not how a map works. Like that's just like the, that's just all the seats. But it's not like what the available was, seats are. Were there more seats up there? Like why look couldn't like she it. sit up there? Yeah. I don't know why she didn't want them to, I mean, by the way, they had better seats. They seem to be sitting in the orchestra in beautiful well, seats but to see. box seats are always the best it, seats. And they weren't, they, she felt like her sister was not, like, including her in, like, the special, like, box that she was a part of. That right, she was, because her co-star's up in that box, but that what, what, To me, what I couldn't figure out, yeah, what I couldn't <laughs> quite figure out is, like, okay, okay, there's this sibling relationship introduced, this kind of frayed sibling relationship introduced. In the movie, and it is like, okay, you know, um, the the kind of boozy sister thinks the actress sister is kind of big-timing her or whatever. And then the, the, the sister is murdered. And so the actress sister in, in is a, left. In an abandoned bathroom. Is left bathroom. with this unfinished business. Like, this is a heartbreaking story for her character mm. because... Like, it's because of this situation with her husband. It's because of all this that her sister dies. Her sister dies while they are kind of, like, fraught. Like, I was like, oh, no. Her story is way more emotionally weighted than Elijah Wood needs to get the key from the piano. Well, what? do you think they make her Like, her sister's be... being wheeled by in a body bag, guy. Oh, I didn't realize that that was the two... People, yes. I just thought that was like John Cusack, yes, and but I didn't, oh, I didn't know where John Cusack's body was, though. That's true too. Yeah, I thought that was like John Cusack and Alex Winter, but even though we didn't see Alex Winter die, I just it could have been. But I assumed it was the two people. I assumed it was the sister and her husband, because then the then his is her name Emma. She says, "Can we go home?" <laughs> Yeah, well, like, yeah, I just, want to go. I just uh, no. watched my my dead sister roll by on a in a body bag, and he's like, "No, I gotta go play the piano. I gotta go get the key." And I well, was like, "Well, they're gonna Whoa. be rich then." Uh, the, the but okay, there's so much stuff there. 
is a moment in the in the performance where uh, where we get the rules. We get the rules that uh, Elijah Wood has to follow. Here are the rules. I can see and hear everything you do. Call for help, and I will hear it. Leave the stage, and I will see it. Get a cop or a guard involved. I will know it. If you do any of these things, your wife will die. If you play a wrong note, you will no longer be of any use to me, and you will die. That's two people I can kill when and if I feel like it. So I'm hoping that's double the chance you'll do what I say. And so Elijah Wood is trying to subvert how to, you know, communicate. So he calls the the boyfriend, the British-American man, to and and like keeps it on the ground. And then that guy, that fucking idiot, is like, I'm calling you back. Like, he's right in front. He's on the yeah, stage. He's, on stage. he's like, he's like, hey, man, I got a weird phone call from you. It's like, <laughs> he can literally see him on the stage. And he's like, he is acting as if he doesn't, is it like, maybe he, maybe they're so out of touch with culture that they think they're watching a movie. I don't know. Like that, that is not real. Well, there's a lot of like walking you through some stuff like where John Cusack is like, you know, I'd hate for something to happen to your wife and then sends him on his Blackberry, a series of the same picture of his wife in her box. <laughs> and I was like, is this just like showing that the technology can do this? Like you can receive good Whoa. pictures on a Blackberry. Like I mean, what? I, I had an issue Here's- with that Blackberry. <laughs> There's so much to say about technology, especially because I guess I guess he's sort of set up in the beginning as like a Luddite who doesn't use technology, even though he does have a BlackBerry, which although even for 2014, they were kind of dated, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, I don't remember. Good. But but um, there's such a big deal out of his wife sending him what I think is an iPad. Yeah, some sort well, of tablet. Welcome looked, to the 21st century. It, and then to a me, tablet. it appeared to be like one of those things like the free write where it's like it's it's just like typing, but no interruption. Like It was, it seemed weird to me. I couldn't quite understand what that was, but I guess it was an iPad. I guess but I don't know why he iPad, needs an iPad. But it was such a big deal that he had this because later on when we realized he's thrown the music to this piece out – that he <laughs> and the janitor he, gives him such a dirty look. Wait, such this a dirty janitor. Look. All right, this this whole this whole. I was thing. like, is the janitor the bad guy? He's Me like, too. and is this is the inciting incident litter? <laughs> like he just threw that <laughs> because he threw the score on the ground. The janitor is like, well, guess I got to shoot you. By the way, the janitor <laughs> is working in some sort of like Death Star. Like it's a, it looks like a set from Star Wars. It he's looks, in the yeah, basement. Yeah, it, it, it looks like that, or it looks like like the Freddy Krueger basement. I was like, Why what is this would they vibe? Be burning garbage. Bur- literally burning this. pieces of garbage. Individual like, garbage. And individual, <laughs> like it's your job to pick up all the garbage in all of the concert hall and then hand burn it. Hand, hand burn, burn it, it during the show. Piece. Burn it in yes, mid show in the basement. Mid like, show personal incineration. <laughs> <laughs> we must so burn. Crazy. But, this, but this is my issue with the whole movie. Like when Elijah Wood walks into the venue, there's a guy vacuuming the floor as if the show is over. Like, okay, it's well, just I have beginning. so many questions about showtime. So this performance, <laughs> I believe, started at like 1030 at night. <laughs> Yeah, it was 9.20 when he saw that clock on the wall. Yeah, maybe it was related to the movie. Maybe they screened her movie and then they did this concert or something. Oh, that's a really good question. Because when he's like sort of rushing in, it's like 
it's like almost nine. And then when he's backstage, first of all, I want to talk about his dressing room. His dressing room. room. Yes, for please. For roughly the next hour. Oh, his I dressing heard. room that had multiple, yeah, makeup chairs, but then also an Eames, like relaxing lounge chair. And then also, this is what I found to be the most confounding. And please do yourselves a favor and go watch the movie just to take a look at the, the art deck in this dressing room. There are so many bottles of like shampoo yes, product. and product. It looks like a salon. It looks it like a looks salon, like a salon where they sell them. Yeah, and they're not just cutting hair at that, that salon. Like they are mixing and processing color. And they're doing highlights. Yes. They're doing lowlights. And they this have is, a Chinese dragon's head in there. They have like there is this is the Philharmonic doing there. <laughs> what is, could people be getting done? Because there are more bottles in there than there are in just like a regular salon. Yeah, event. it looks like yes. it looks like Chaz Dean works there. Uh, <laughs> now, if you're not familiar yes. with Chaz Dean, please Google it because we see all the billboards. But um, that room is so it it's also so roomy for, I mean the backstage oh like the buffet table this is okay like a, I want to talk about this the craft service slash catering table um that was has catering I thought has, that, that was that was catering has a featured role in this movie it is it is constantly referenced like it is all it is huge it is omnipresent like it is like the it is fourth build in the movie like oh it God. has I they talk about it like realize. I thought he was walking through a hallway where that was like for the VIP patrons. Never did I ever think that that was for so you're saying that was for the orchestra and him yeah yeah, that was oh. that I believe was because he finds the orchestra director um, eating. Or, the conductor, like, sorry, the conductor. Right. It, it almost looks like it's um, like you'd see an ice sculpture on it. Yes, like it's yes. so ornate. It's so much. There's so much food, but I believe that is just for the orchestra. It's backstage. But this is again. I want to know what this event is because there there seems to be again. They're cutting it very close. His flight comes in moments Where before the concert he, the starts. At home? Oh, so he flew in for this event. Okay. Because, by the way, because... She's at the hotel. Okay, yeah, like, you're right. Because he, 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 he comes says, in so late. He says, are you going to pick me up? He says, I thought you were going to pick me up. And she's, oh, no, I sent a car for you. She's like, I'm busy. But then she also sends, like, a tuxedo with him, knowing that he will be underdressed. But his tuxedo could have been backstaged. There's a lot of stuff going on to get him there. She seems to be trying to get him out of his malaise or his whatever. But he also she, gets off that plane, like, rightly frazzled because he almost died. But he doesn't, Paul, because after he he's upset that he made they made it out. Right. He wanted to die. He wanted to die. That's how bad his stage fright is. Yeah, because he he the piece he's going to play tonight, the impossible piece he choked on five years earlier. Right. But, he, but everybody why, but, knows it. But 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 why was he even well, I guess he wasn't attempting to play it. He was just going to play some other impossible pieces because right. that is a slipped in. And he's like, oh, I'm yeah, throwing John that on Cusack, the ground because that piece must be the the way you unlock, unlock the it. key. Right. That, that's that, the last that specific four bars. Piece. Yeah. But now. OK. <laughs> so he all right. So he is back there. 
he is getting ready to go on. We don't know why exactly he's there, but they're doing like joint interviews. Um, and I love that the, the, the constant like through line, if there is one to this movie is like, who gives a fuck if you mess up? Everyone does. No one knows the difference because that's really what the moral is. Like the, the, uh, the conductor says it in the beginning. I love that guy. What's his name? Like, uh, I want to say his name is Don, um, Don McManus. Like, yeah. I just love that he's just like, hey, man, who cares? No one knows. He, and he's like just eating right up until they go on. He's got like, he's, he's got like, fun. he's the opposite of Elijah Wood's stage fright and nerves. He's calm, cool, collected, cracking jokes. He's like, he's great. Yeah, I agree. He, everybody's great in this. Uh, but by he's, the way, I will say he that in this particular movie is, really does the balance, other side of the balance really well. Uh, like, I will say this entire movie, it, like, Everything about this movie is comical, but it's actually like pretty well acted. Like a like with like, with the exception of the heightened like, and again, they're written to be super heightened. The uh, the friends like they are almost. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that that's because we don't want to feel that badly when they die. I mean, because well, that was the thing brutally. they made them they made them unsympathetic so that we wouldn't mind that they got yeah. killed. I think. But, but why also, also why was, was the bathroom like, we don't under construction? Them. Yes. Why was, I was also like, we don't need them. I don't need. I think they did that so that people would die so that we know that John Cusack means business. Well, he shoots into the stage with a My gun. My question, though, is so if he had played, if Elijah Wood had played the four bars in that last special note and not messed it up while he was on stage, the key would have, I guess, F- fallen come out, out it, of the piano. Would, yeah. yeah. And then... Would John Cusack have killed him? Like, or would he just well, come over to get the key? No, if the I, key, the, the, the thing would have opened and then, and then Alex Winter, I think, would have like palmed it. But, but Elijah Wood does say, then you'll just kill me. Um, uh, or something why? like that. But I don't think, I think John Cusack's point is it doesn't matter. You know, right, like, you've done or, your or job. I'll, you'll do your job. Like, I'll let you walk away. Nothing will happen to your wife. I am so blah, blah, blah. shocked that John Cusack was actually a, a um, locksmith. I thought for sure that he was a, like, scorned student. I thought that, too. Who was, like, never able to make it, never able to get to that. Like, something happened between him and the teacher. I am so stunned to my core. Well, that because he was part a locksmith. of I agree, and part of what adds to that confusion is he says his name is the name of the dead mentor, right? The piano, yes. t- the piano player. They, so when he introduces himself, he says, "I'm whatever." Peter, what's his name? Uh, uh, the guy whose piano yeah. it was the guy, and that c- further confused it because it made it yeah. seem like. John Cusack was also an acolyte of this man, was also in, but in reality, he was just like a work for hire locksmith who created a Rube Goldberg, a piano that a is scor- so full he's of, a scorned locksmith. He's a so scor- full he's of not even extra, a scorned locksmith. He's not scorned. He just did his job. Yeah. But now he wants what's inside. But he's here's like, the thing. if you're a locksmith and somebody, you create a lock so that, you set it in a way and and rig it so that these four bars are played, then you must know, like, how, I guess I'm just trying to reverse engineer the process. He must know how. I guess like the idea, it. I think the idea is you 
there's only two people in the world that could possibly do with pinpoint accuracy what needed to be done to open to that get up. The key, and he yeah. is one and his student is the other. And maybe there's an underlying idea that at one point his student would get his family fortune because that's the one he truly loves. So that's the picture of Elijah Wood with him in that opening scene, which is, again, is a lot of information because we don't even know who the players are at this point. So to see that opening picture, it was hard to understand what we were even watching. Oh, but, I uh, thought it was like, I thought Elijah Wood was going to be like a, a 200 year old man that I because the that, exact that photo Jason. that uh, photo oh, looks coming old. back from it looked an, like an antique times. yeah it yep. looked like an antique photo and I was like oh Elijah Wood exists yep. in two times okay well, and I, I would argue that you know I think what's t- hard about the movie is that they're already we're already set up in a world of like success and excess he's married to a movie star You know, they already seem to have like tons of money and access. So but so for him to get his teacher's fortune, like at the end of the movie, doesn't mean anything because they already seem to have more money than God. So it's like it's just so confounding because that last shot where I'm assuming he went down to get the key that fell out. But it's like, I don't really want him to have that money either. If he's blinded by the brightness of that beautiful key. That key. We're not Ah. invested in the mystery of the missing money at all. Like it does. It's like dropped in an exposition beat late in the movie. Um, It is not something we're tracking. Oh, I I guess you're right in the sense that it was seated in the in like the radio interview with the missing family fortune. But But it wasn't like a driving force. None of our main characters are talking about it, thinking about it, concerning themselves with it until John Cusack mentions it so late in the game that we're not we don't care. Like you're telling you a good comp is you saying the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. That's what we're after. The whole we're time. after the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. You know what I mean? Which, but we don't. Yeah. Which every like, character understands assume, there's value there. Yes. But this and doesn't maybe have there's that. nothing there. And maybe there is nothing there. But Elijah Wood doesn't even seem aware of the, Here's the, my, the like value. My, that's my pitch him. is that the composer believed in Elijah Wood and is like, I'm leaving all my family fortune to you. If only you can master me yeah. because I believe in you. And so there would have been some stakes that. there like for him to get what he, what his mentor wanted to give him he would have to achieve greatness. And I think that there was something there, but it just seems like happenstance because, again, there's so many variables here. Like, how do they know the piano was going there? If the piano was going to end up in a museum, if it would go somewhere else? Like, there's so many versions of why, why this not, is even going. Why not, why not when the man was alive, um, the, the piano's owner, why not when the man was alive, like, force him to play the piece right. open and get the key like at gunpoint. Why not like r- rob him essentially? That would be easier than setting up all of the pieces and parts, uh, the moving pieces and parts that were required to do this. And this is when John Cusack is talking to Alex Winters, uh, Alex Winter rather on the headpiece. He goes, this is one for the history books. You think history books are written? I'm like, oh, yeah. wait. Wait, wait, you think you're getting in the history books? Well, they, I think they were, I think they were saying, books? I think they were saying 
Elijah like Wood. Like the heist you, histories? Well, I no, I think he was saying- Volume Eli- six? Oh, I love heist histories. It's so good. Uh, what are they on? I think they're on 12 now. Um, <laughs> I, I think they were saying like, Elijah Wood, you will be known forever as one of the best musicians of all time. Your wife is just a run-of-the-mill A-list actor that in 20 years, no one will remember. She may be on top now, but you are going to be on top forever, especially if you can do this piece. That is impossible. But but I think you're right. But none of that in, in Elijah Wood's head is about attaining this lost fortune. Nor, nor you know what is I mean? like, yes, that's nor, not or part of the built? emotional journey mm-hmm. at all for any character, I guess, except John Cusack, whose emotions we don't have access to. All right. So here's I don't questions. even know if people if I don't know if, if people have access to them. Uh, here's the thing that I love. And this is like a dumb thing that I just want to talk about. It may fall flat, but whatever. I love, like, it works so good in the movie. Like, you see that little red arrow on his um, on his musical notes, and then he opens it, and it says, like, play the piano or die. And then there's, like, more notes. <laughs> I laughed I really laughed. hard. It was written so, it looks like it's written in, like, red nail polish. Yes, it is. And what I love about it is, in a lot of these movies, like, the bad guy has to do so much thinking like, okay, what if they don't believe me? Okay. So yeah. the next page I'll be like, I'm not joking. Yeah. I will kill your wife. <laughs> and then when you turn to the next page, like it was, like, I wrote that too. It somehow the threats seem to know the plot, like it's dialogue. Right. Yeah. As if he, as if Elijah Wood is having a conversation with right. the written threats on each page. And that's what was making me laugh. Like I was just thinking John Cusack, this locksmith, he's trying to learn guns. He's trying to yeah. learn laser scopes he's interviewing assistants and then he's like oh well okay what now what if he doesn't believe me yeah how should i convince him more how do i how do i sell it here like just like writing it and then going like are there more are there more notes uh that are not there Uh, you know and it's like I, i just love that and i and i also then had another question a bigger question which is um it's impressive to watch someone like johnny knoxville uh, do a stunt because you know Johnny Knoxville is doing a stunt. It's impressive to watch Evil Knievel jump over whatever he's going to jump over. Is it impressive to watch an actor do something that they're not doing? No, but like you know what I'm saying. Like it's no, a, it's you a never. Weird thing. They, they, I will say they do a good job of making Elijah Wood feel. Like he's inside this movie. Yes. Uh, like he's actually doing this, even I though they. So too. I mean, they, he did train they really, for three weeks. He did. They, yeah. yeah. They do not show him playing piano much, and they they really re, re, they really use heavily a double yes. and an overhead shot uh, with that person who who can play piano, and that that does a lot of the work for you for for selling that this person is really excellent at playing the piano. There were very few shots that I was like, oh, Elijah Wood's moving his body in a way that doesn't correspond to how you would play the piano. But I thought he did a good job being being connected to it. But boy, would it have been incredible to watch somebody in camera playing the piano. You know what I mean? Like really, really doing this. It's crazy to be like, this is the most impossible thing. But there are no, like, I know that like, that's what movies are. We have to give over to the stakes. Of, but there is something about like when it's so bare like this that it's like, well, 
Okay, you're, you're right. telling I mean, me there's not much else going on. I mean, honestly, there's really nothing else going on in the movie but Elijah Wood sitting at a piano. Like that's and, the, yeah. that is the movie, and, and that and a little red dot, and that's yeah. it. You know, and and a and, lot of talking. Imagine and, watching in the audience going like, earpiece. "What the fuck is he doing?" Like he's having he full about? blown, full yeah. blown conversation. At one point, the sister's like, "Oh, he's counting to himself." It's like, no, he's not no. counting over there. <laughs> yeah. But I, I agree, though. I thought that he did, or and the movie does a really good job of like covering that. And I mm. was I, I, I was with him as a piano player. I, I, mean, I agree. I really was. I was shocked at how many times, just as an audience, not that he was talking to himself, but that he was getting up and leaving the stage and coming That's back. insane. It looked like, and by the way, like somebody should have said, I think he has to take a shit. Because that's, yeah. he exited the stage every time with the intensity of someone who is having massive diarrhea. <laughs> Hulu has movies. We're here to tell you again, Hulu has movies that put you in the driver's seat, like Ferrari, starring Adam Driver. Hulu has movies that will terrify you, like the first Omen plus the entire Omen franchise. Hulu has movies that will inspire you, like Origin, directed by Ava DuVernay. Hulu has movies that will make you hold on tight, like Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. We've said it before, and we'll keep saying it. Hulu has movies. When you want to keep your home and family safe, look no further than Simply Safe. Simply Safe has been named in US News and World Report's best home security system for five years running and ranked the best customer service in home security by Newsweek. They offer advanced home security and 24-7 monitoring with low upfront costs and monitoring plans for less than $1 a day. With 24-7 live guard protection, Simply Safe's agents can act on an alarm within five seconds of receiving the alarm signal, deterring intruders and dispatching the police because in a crisis, every moment counts. Simply Safe is advanced home security that puts you First, Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get an exclusive 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/bonkers. That's simplysafe.com/bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. There are so many things I've overpaid for. A cup of coffee that tasted like every other cup of coffee I had, a damn juice that cost $20. Yes, it has happened to all of us, but getting ripped off is no joke, especially when there are razors involved. The people at Harry's were so tired of seeing everyday people paying way too much for low-quality shaving products, they found a way to make beautifully designed razors without the laughably high prices. There are customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as $2 half of what you pay for the other big brands. Plus, there is a no-risk trial and a convenient subscription option where you can cancel at any time. I gotta tell you, this morning I was shaving and I literally thought, wow, that worked the first time. Sometimes, you know, when you have a razor, you have to go over it twice. And it's because it was Harry's. The shave cream, the razor, the blade, everything has been easy. And I want you to feel that same feeling. So stop getting ripped off. With Harry's, you can get a shave that's a cut above the rest. Get started with a $13 trial set just for $3 at harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. To talk about like the 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 true like the core of this movie, not to make it too deep, but I do believe that there is like a core here, which is like do whatever you do with confidence 
and no one will question you because that's like, like that's what's being uh-huh. told throughout the whole movie. It's like just believe in yourself. Like the 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 guy, the just have conductor. fun out there. Yeah, just like, have fun yeah. out there. Don't let be safe. Don't be just safe. Be dangerous. And then like he plays the dance. Like no one knew. Who gives a shit? Like it's like it almost like devalues music. But I think that that actually is like a like. From what I understand of Damien Chazelle, like that actually is like a really interesting like artist idea. Like, let me just is succeed and don't worry about being perfect, but let me be me, yeah. and then life is good. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, if I'm, I mean, in that way, I think this movie should have won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting. It is like your comparison to Speed earlier. Yeah, like Dennis Hopper and Speed, and like the the threat to um, uh, responsibility. You know, you understand the threat is this: mm-hmm. I'll blow up this bus if it goes below X miles per hour, right? But this is this is impossible for us as an audience to follow along with because you can you can show the speedometer starting to go right. lower yes, exactly. and you and that builds the tension but when you're looking at sheet music you're like i, I don't know what i'm looking at i, I don't, don't know, know if you're wrong i don't know if right. he's doing it right or wrong i don't know i don't i'm inclined to believe he's doing it wrong because he keeps leaving stage for long periods of time <laughs> and also shouldn't because he, be, he doesn't know this music because shouldn't he be playing it? Yeah, yeah exactly so exactly Exactly, because he has to run and find the janitor's incineration room and realize the guy. And of course, the janitor's putting that piece of music in the fire at that very moment. <laughs> by the way, what, um, <laughs> by the way, well, also, why are people so against him, too? Like when he comes back there, like that sign is up that says, like, Tom fails Nick instead yeah. of sells. Like, Poor like babe, this guy you know, messed up such, once. It was such an epic fail, you know. <laughs> oh, you know what? He and is got the great a grape stomp lady, Tom sells Nick uh, messing up with the hardest piece. You got to understand, classical music bullies are no Ooh, joke, man. They will roast you till the they, day you die. Oh, By and the with, way. with classics like <laughs> Fails Nick. I mean, they really are like, welcome back, loser. I thought you were dead. You thought he was dead? He's a kid. He's <laughs> young. He's also like, he's, he's so young. He was probably was 23 that was when that happened. To believe. Yeah, that he was like, I guess he was kind of a prodigy. Again, is maybe this kind of like a precursor so to me? Is this a precursor to Whiplash in the sense of like, isn't Whiplash like play it right, play it right? You know, and yeah. that's Damien Chazelle too. Like this idea of like perfection is well, what's really interesting is, is and yeah, what's interesting is he does kind of he does he does two different versions of like the the conductor or the band director you know this guy here which is kind of free and loose and is like come on have fun up there be dangerous whatever that guy who's like super easy and then in whiplash the J.K. Simmons character is based on the cruel taskmaster who throws things at people and insists on perfection. Right. Um, and, and then that in La La Land, is, isn't the whole idea that Emma Stone has to release perfection to have her amazing audition? I guess so, yeah. And like, that part of Ryan Reynolds th- save Ryan, not Ryan Reynolds, Ryan, Ryan Gosling, Gosling saves Gosling. jazz. Yeah, well, that's also happening, too. Uh <laughs> I just think it's really interesting that all this stuff is around music and around like what makes a great performance. And and they're arguing with each other because it's like part of it is like imperfection makes a great performance. Perfection makes a great performance. I do find, though, that his treatment of actresses in both of like this movie and La La Land is just like it's pretty superficial. 
you know, like they don't actually get to be artists. They get to be stars. And their art is minimized. Uh, and their yeah. art is yeah. minimized. Yeah, and it's about exactly. them like wanting to get famous Fame. or get wear the costumes she or wear won't, pretty dresses. She it's won't like, be remembered. You do. will. Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with like sharing humanity or, or, or you know, storytelling and, and their art. It has everything to do with like the, the, the superficial stuff. What do you think there was something interesting there when Alex Winter took the piece of mirror and then took it out? And I don't know what happens. Uh, he goes to I think he's going to maybe stab this girl. But then we go to uh, a violin uh, or a cello being played uh, with a. Uh, <laughs> well, those are just two. Two separate ideas. Events. Two yeah, separate ideas. Like this, you know, Hitchcock talked about when that. you place images, the juxtaposition of images gives the me the yeah. audience gives meaning to what happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you put yeah. two images side by side through editing, the audience does the work for you. But this kind of disproved that. I didn't know what <laughs> happened. Oh, that, made, that, yeah. that cut made me laugh so hard because it's like um, he's gonna play her like a violin. <laughs> <laughs> I would only be. And by the way, he uh, manages Alex Winters, uh, who I was excited to see uh, and is really funny in uh, the new Bill. Ted movie as well. Uh, Unbloodied. He really got down in the muck with these people and unbloodied in an open Janet and an. Hey, we have this big show tonight. We have we've lost our giant bathroom though. The giant bathroom is closed. Oh God. (laughs) Also, is he just? And let me just play this through to its natural conclusion. Is he just John Cusack's locksmith assistant? Is he an assistant locksmith? Is that his actual job? And currently, he's just helping him commit multiple murders on a scale that is, like, next level? Are these guys just, like, have pretty good Yelp review locksmiths? And they're just pulling off this huge event? I've always wondered, and I want to, this is just a warning for all the locksmiths in the audience. I, I mean, Uh-oh. no disrespect. June, be careful. You uh, know, know, 80% of our June. audience are locksmiths. <laughs> this is a, this no, is a big deal. So many us. people we are, are listening the- right now while they're working tumblers. I mean, you, I mean, you <laughs> no disrespect. And I know that there are very, some very honest, hardworking locksmiths out there. But I have always wondered about them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, please, June. Wondering about them how? You have uh, you have an f- open runway here. <laughs> I really feel like I'm going to get myself into trouble here, but I, I've always wondered, like, A, how do you get into that line of business? But B, okay. like, oh, to have access to so many people's locks and homes. Sure, and the knowledge and of how to open them. And the, the the basic knowledge of like, you're walking around as a locksmith knowing you can get in anywhere. And yes, the world is open to you the if you so desire. You. And so I do feel like it, that is a profession that might attract a certain type of person. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. So voyeur. You're, you're saying that all locksmiths are partially a voyeur. I don't, not voyeurs they, necessarily, no, but they're, they they're may people have who are some sort of criminal ties. Now, again, I know I'm going to criminal get, ties. I know criminal I'm going to get a lot of angry tweets about wow. this, angry DMs. But it's, you tell it, me, it, honestly, give me another reason. Why else get into that line of work? Well, no, there is something. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right, let's hear out, hear out. This is to good. provide a service that is necessary. I mean, you look at every house has locks. People need to install them. So that's a business the opportunity only, that I no, see. No, no. The only answer 
I will accept is that you were born into it. That it's oh an wow, it's a family type business. of situation, and you are a and son. you are enough generations away from the person who is trying to like use it as an opportunity for crime. Wow, exactly. okay. And so the <laughs> the only okay. honorable locksmiths are legacy locksmiths. Yes. <laughs> if you're first gen locksmith, like I, I'm not going to be hiring you. I'm so sorry. Wow. Um, by the way, another interesting name here. I don't know if you've picked it up, but the um, the musical theater that they played in um, is called uh, the Antoine Michel Hall, which is a reference that. to Anthony Michael Hall uh, because John Cusack. So it's Anthony Michael what Hall. What are you talking oh, about? I saw that. I was wondering about that. Well, just to go back to Locksmiths for one more minute. you're telling me that both of you have never thought to yourself like when a locksmith shows up like I yeah well now this person knows how to get in or now this person could get in but that's the agreement it's like a therapist you're making an agreement like i have all the power and 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 it's like with great power becomes great responsibility they are like i am your protector yes i could use this for evil but i will never (laughs) i I mean i mean that's you you really hope that yeah like this situation here, Clem may have forced his assistant to get behind wow. this thing. Like, you know, look, look, you're coming with me. I don't believe that the assistant was a locksmith. I believe that the assistant, like, was many another bad guy or something. Yeah, locksmiths know many people who work in criminal activity. I really <laughs> am going to caution. I would like to separate myself from this me anti-locksmith too. stance. Thank you. As someone who lives with you in a house with a lock, I, I don't I, believe I've this. had multiple positive experiences with locksmiths, and I just want to make sure. Sure. Uh, I just want to make sure that I'm on record as I saying love that. A I think they're I think they're great, and they don't appear to have any connections to the criminal element. No, no criminal <laughs> wow. ties. You would have you would very it, locksmiths. It, yeah, there's but, an argument that locksmiths would not be part of anything because did we watch they would the be same so obviously. Do you know how much time it took for Clem to organize this? They're not I doing can't it take two Clem weeks later. Seriously, <laughs> I can't. Take, I mean, Clem. Now that really, I know his name is Clem, they're I, not doing I can't it two deal. weeks later. They're Clem, doing it years later. Clem, Clem, Clem put together a plan so quickly because that piano was moved. Then all of a sudden, if he, if Elijah Wood's flight would have been delayed, he wouldn't have been there. Everything had to go according to plan for Clem. Um, like, you know, maybe pins in a lock in a tumbler. Dun, dun, dun. Like it's got to oh, wow. be like, uh, you know, it, yeah. it, like that's how he works. He, that's why he was unflustered. He also was dressed really well. Um, I will say this. Here's my Let other me say one big, more thing, Paul. Yes, please. And, and I promise, I'm so no, sorry to interrupt I, you. Please, and then I no, promise I will be done with this. But to me, the only real solution here is for all of us to become locksmiths. And Well, you know, I have a lock pick set and practice locks. Jason, I would love to schedule a Zoom with you or if you're comfortable with an outdoor. Yeah. You know, I have an extra set. I, I also gave love that. I also gave my nieces lock pick sets and practice locks. I when they were like 12 years old. I would love to do that with you because to me, we need to level the playing field because I'm not like, I'm not trying to be a doctor. Well, but I, I couldn't understand inst- that's like But here's the thing, June. But I do June. feel like if we all June. I can't it. install June. a lock. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't like come to your house and install well, a lock. I, I'm going to just lay something down on June. Um, I also have a lock pick set and have picked Where? a handful of locks. 
There are multiple YouTube channels that just give you instructions on how to pick different kinds I of learned, uh I learned from an FBI expert when I was doing a TV show how to pick Ooh, locks. that's cool. Yeah. That's very and, cool. Ooh, that's even cooler. I only did it on YouTube. So but uh, I want you to understand something, <laughs> June. Locksmiths aren't picking locks. <laughs> That's well, not their job. Their job is to install. Out, what are they doing? Ins- they're coming in. They're dr- they're boring out. They're drilling right. out the the the, 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 the tumbler set, and then they're replacing it with a new one. So that's why you get a new. Now they can redo it. They can match it to your old key, or they can make a new key. So it depends on if you are locked right. out. You know how you are locked out, basically. Well, she's, I'd like to learn digesting. that as well. You'd like to learn, you'd like to get a drill that can bore out I would locks. love it if this, because of this movie, June, like in two years, you are a union locksmith. You are a Do member. Do they have a union? I'm assuming yeah, they, they have must to. have a union. Well, I'm sure they have a union. That. I don't know. <laughs> but now here's my only other thing I'll say about the plan of this whole movie. If that key was found and John Cusack went to go retrieve it, I guess he has figured out another part of the plan that... I would argue Elijah Wood has no idea about. What do you mean? Where are the safety deposit boxes? Oh, so you're saying we're the grand piano too? Well, you're I saying, mean, El- I Elijah it was Wood. In the piano. No, only the key. Oh, the key to the safe deposit box is maybe in there. Maybe there's like a. I mean, maybe there's some identifying features of the key that tells you what bank to go to. Right. Um. Maybe. I. I. Tr- truthfully, I don't like. I don't know. And what's hard about it is Elijah Wood's want or goal or need in the movie is not to get the key. Right. Like, so his great when he when the last shot of the movie is him getting the key, it's not like, oh, finally, he got the thing he wanted all along. And that's because he only found out about the key like in the middle of act three. Like it doesn't, he's not, this isn't part of it for him. So like, it's a little bit difficult to be like the last beat is the culmination of someone, of John Cusack's, of Clem's storyline. Right. Right. Clem. Now, wait, yeah. now, now, like I just as a, as a husband, you know, and I'm, I relate to Elijah Wood as a husband and, you know, we've all been in relationships. If you did find a key. For a, you know, a Swiss bank, you know, safety deposit box that has a lot of money in it. How long do you wait to reveal that to your partner? Because you know that she is mourning the loss of her sister and her sister's husband. Like, do you give that like a, maybe a week? Do you on the car ride home? Like, how long do you? Because I think it's got to come up pretty quick because he, she's like, can she watches her sister get wheeled by in a body bag? She goes, can we go home? And he goes, I need to finish this. He walks into a moving truck where the piano is and starts playing it. So I think she's gonna have some questions. Okay. So it's probably gonna come up pretty soon. She's gonna be like, yeah. I'm, I'm in mourning. Why didn't you? Why did you leave me? I mean, oh, wow. I think you. I, mean, I think you. Yeah. You know, maybe say it's gonna cover like funeral costs or whatever. But I think I think you do have to bring it up pretty quickly. You bring it up quickly. Okay. So this yeah. is a good. This is a good note. Like if we are ever in a situation where you know uh, one of our close friends is uh, murdered, but we also come into a lot of money, I can tell you right away, June. I Man, so. I hope it's not me. I hope <laughs> it's not me that gets look, murdered. You know, look, That's we why don't I want know. You, I I want you able to 
install your own locks. And oh God! Well, now you're nobody... saying they're gonna come in and murder him? Now <laughs> I you're not. I, hope... I thought it was just thievery. Now you're no, saying Clem was a murderer. Oh God! I hope nobody tries to do this w- during a live. How did this get Please made? Please don't. Don't bring us locks. Um, Please. Or, Please or don't like don't start communicating to Paul through an earpiece while we're doing a live. Oh how my did this God! Get made I'm hearing it while right you now. try don't and ease up. It, like, don't ease up. Talk about the rich couple. Get back to the rich couple. <laughs> CGI stone face. Re- reduce that window on your computer. Reduce that window on your Play computer. It's still up. Two. Uh, t- um, Thank Avril. Thank Avril. <laughs> uh, obviously. That's it. Nice and steady. Go to the audience. Second opinions. Hold the mic tighter. You're doing great, Paul. You must do a perfect episode. <laughs> Compliment them on their second opinion song. Um, Make uh, sure nobody else holds the mic. Who is this? Clem, the locksmith. <laughs> um, who is trying to just get some attention for locksmiths. I disagree with what you said about locksmiths in the grand piano episode. I am sure. I want to actually issue a statement. <laughs> Based on what I've just uh, hold said on, before. Devin. Can we just can we give? I, I don't know how we can audio uh, spotlight that. Like 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 big a big news thing. I do want to issue a statement because I am I am although I am going to look into the craft and the artistry and um, you know the work of locksmithing. I do I do believe that. There are people who get into it for the right reasons. To protect other people, to, you know, keep families um, safe, and to also help them in a time where they are literally locked out of where they need to go. And I think that that's beautiful. And I imagine that like any profession, there's going to be a few bad apples. Sure. You know, that ruin it for everyone. And so I'm really, I apologize if my words caused any harm. And um, although I do think I raised a couple of important questions, I also <laughs> think I may have painted with too broad a brush. All right. So yeah. <laughs> we all know, we all know how doctors take the Hippocratic Oath. Well, locksmiths take the Baldomeric Oath. And now, uh, St. Baldomarius was the patron saint of locksmiths. He worked as a locksmith in Lyon, France, and died in 650 AD. And this is the code that all locksmiths take. I do solemnly vow to that which I value and hold most dear, that I will honor the profession of locksmithing, be just and generous to its members, and help sustain them in their service to humanity, that just as I have learned from those who preceded me, I will instruct those who follow me in the science and art of locksmithing, that I will recognize the limits of my knowledge and pursue life learning to better protect people to secure their property, that I will seek counsel of others when they are more experts to fulfill my own obligation to those who entrust me with their safety and security. I will not withdraw from my customers in their time of need. I will lead my life, practice my art with integrity, honor, and use my knowledge and ability wisely that whatsoever I shall see or hear of the lives of my customers that is not fitting to be spoken, I will keep in confidence that I will disclose to all whom I serve what they must know to maintain their security and the means necessary to maintain that security. That into whatever home or business I shall enter, it will be for the safety and protection of the people and property therein, and that I will maintain this sacred trust, holding myself 
far aloof from wrong, from corruption, from the tempting of others to vice, that above all else, I serve the highest interests of my customer through the practice and science of my art. Wow. Whoa. That answers everything. That really, and, and you know what? As you were saying that, Paul, actually, instead of taking down locksmiths, you know, I, what I really want to do and the promise I make to myself is to work toward a world and a future where we don't need to lock our doors, where we put enough faith in our neighbors wow. and our wow, community that, that we don't never feel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that's what I want to work toward. Sure, sure, sure. So, okay. yeah. You know, I did lock my doors growing up. We never had a locksmith come over. I I wow. think that I think that we need to have a shirt that says "I trust my locksmith." <laughs> <laughs> like we should all have that should be the shirt. Yes, I trust my locksmith. Um, and you know what? I trust. I trust. You, these, uh, you should too. Yeah, I trust my locksmith. You should too. <laughs> That's the shirt. Anyway, I also trust uh, the five-star reviews on Amazon, so let's get into that. What's up, jerks? I need a second. I need a second opinion. I process the thought that you're giving me. Can't the villainy. Holds in the story. You thought that this was your moment of glory. You thought that this was prestige. You thought we wouldn't be laughing at days. Haters, prosthetics, and wigs. I mean, was it surrected by kids? I mean, was that the best thing you did? I mean, maybe it wasn't for me. Maybe a few other people agree. Maybe the internet loved it. Let's see. Paul? Second opinions here, 49% of the reviews are five-star, 18% are one-star. Um, uh, Nate Kiley gathered all the research for this episode, uh, of course. And this is there's not many great reviews here. Uh, Mary Teresa writes, I would see anything that has a piano in it as one of its main characters. <laughs> so I had to see this film, even though a number of the reviews were negative. It is so over the top and unrealistic in every way that it was truly funny and I really enjoyed it. I have to wonder if they consulted with a professional pianist or even a professional bad guy before making this film. <laughs> <laughs> good, good uh, uh, Five stars. Um, this one... Uh, Did they have see, a bad guy consultant? I would love to bring in a bad guy consultant. Uh, Samantha Penegar, but by the way, she's probably m- mincing her words. She should have uh, said a locksmith. They yeah. should have consulted with a locksmith, a bad locksmith. Um, Samantha Penegar writes, Now I've seen this film twice, and I liked it even more the second time around. The second time... Uh, I was in the same state of suspense and on the edge of my seat as the first time. And as a pianist, I enjoyed it more. Oh, wow. Five stars. So this is really getting the wow. piano crowd is in to this. Um, you know, you got to figure if you're into pianos, you'll seek out anything that has a piano feature. That makes sense. I, I guess so. This one by Muffy Roberts. Excellent suspense movie. Um I love classical music, the orchestra, the conductor. I played the flute in honor band in elementary school and marching band in high school. Then you add in the suspense and mystery. It's five stars. I might even watch it twice. Boom. Again. A lot of repeat views. A lot of repeat views from musicians. Musicians are connecting. And uh, finally, we end on Chris Edwards, uh, who uh, gives it five stars, but simply says, it's for my wife's birthday. (laughs) Uh, so there we go she's a big Uh, john cusack fan i guess uh if you're a big john cusack fan i'd say you might leave a little disappointed uh the tagline for this movie is play or die 
Uh, the uh, worldwide gross was 1.6 million. The top films of this year were Iron Man 3, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, Despicable Me. Uh, this movie does not appear in the list of uh, 2013 films, so it's hard to say where mm. it kind of ended up. Um, the d- domestic gross of this film was uh, $22,000. Wow. And the opening weekend was uh, 2000 but I think that only opened in one theater. That is why. Um, so that's... That's all that we got here uh, for this film. I mean, this has been a, a really, this has been a very important episode. I'm so happy that Avril Halley, our producer, <laughs> found this film and probably did not know that we were going to get this much into the locksmith profession. But uh, I mean, for a throwaway line, essentially, I mean, <laughs> that, June I mean, didn't, be- that June thought was a joke. Yeah, I did. Yes, it really it really provoked some some interesting discourse. Oh, this is why I have, I'm happy when we do episodes at home because I could have, I, we would never have found the Balderic Oath uh, on oh stage. Oh my God, absolutely. Um, well, uh, oh boy, cow. oh boy. Any, uh, would you recommend this movie? Jason June, would you recommend this movie? You know, yeah, I would. I mean, it's 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 well acted. It's, it's you know, uh, it's dynamic. It's got a lot of movement, all that stuff. I mean, it's not very good, but it's, in terms of what we do and how we cover stuff, it's not like it's not overly long. It's right. not, you know, like it's 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 quick. Like you said, yeah. it and like when I thought I still had ten minutes left, and it was like Just most credits. all of it was credits. Um, yeah. So so it, yeah, I would say go ahead. You know, it's, um, it's I good agree. At- I mean, I think one of the reasons I'm realizing now that I kept I w- I was very I was dozing off so much was honestly because of the piano playing. I was which- just gonna say the music itself was lovely. Lovely, yeah. and but also putting me to sleep. Wait, by the way, didn't he break his leg when he fell from the rafters? And, yes. And yes. and by the way, his, but he doesn't seem to be really limping into the truck, or he gets in the truck with ease. He's got uh, like a uh, a big a, um, a brace on it. Like yeah, exactly. Like a uh, yeah, exactly. Because uh, there's no explanation of what the fuck just went on. Anyway, I kind of recommend it too for an hour and uh, fifteen yeah. minutes. Uh, it's kind of fun, and again, I like the actors in it, and. I and I and I thought it's always fun to watch those kind of movies where they've they're doing a challenge. Yes. You know, in this case, okay, the whole movie takes place during this concert. You know, okay. It's like uh like that movie The Nick of Time, the Johnny Depp movie. I, I like I like a movie in parameters like that. It's kind of fun. Um and I guess at the same level, there's a lack of emotional depth you're gonna get because if it's not crammed in within the first five minutes, there's really no character and there's y- no character development throughout. Not at yeah. all. You know. So there you go. Um, all right. Uh, anything? Anything we want to plug? Uh, talk about anything at all? Um, I'll play, you know, I'll, I'll mention that season three of Close Enough is up and out on HBO Max. Uh, really funny animated oh, show. Oh, great. Um, it, which is a blast. And then, uh, you know, that's about it. And, and you know, uh, recommend this podcast to people, guys. Send it around. Yeah, keep on letting uh, people know about it. That's always great. Uh, June, anything else you want to uh, talk about? Well, yeah, the uh, the last, the final season of Grace and Frankie is streaming on Netflix. So I encourage everybody to go see it if you haven't. It's really wonderful. Very exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, everybody. So we will see you next week. A big thank you to our uh, producers, uh, who, of course, are uh, Cody Fisher, uh, Molly Reynolds, Avril Halley, our researcher, Nate Kylie. All of our amazing art is put together by Zach McAleese and uh, the great Kyle Waldron. And 
Uh, the reason why this show always sounds so good and uh, is just done to perfection live in studio wherever is our amazing sound engineer, Devin Bryant. Uh, and Devin, also a musician. Uh, Devin, uh, any take on the music here? Did, uh, did it work for you? Uh, you know, as musicians seem to really like this. Uh, did you find a connection to it there? I didn't watch it, Paul. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, you know, wow, Devin. a professional, a professional through you? and through, a professional through and through. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will see you next time. And make sure you visit us in the Tea Public shop because we got some great new shirts. I mean, they are great. We have a time travel shirt from a, a Sound of Thunder that is really uh, fantastic. These All the shirts have been really A+. Plus do we have a Diana the Musical shirt? We do. It says there's no such Ooh. thing as British hunks. Oh, uh, and, nice. Perfect. And then our time travel shirt for a Sound of Thunder is just uh, the those circles that she made and the, the, the jump over the yeah. rings, uh, which is a very uh, simple design. And you'll have a new locksmith one up here uh, as the day this is released. <laughs> All right. Uh, and thank you to our publisher, July Diaz. We'll see you next time for a Last Looks episode. Maybe Jason and I will get back in there and talk about some more we stuff. We got a car talk. We got a car talk. All right. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.